Welcome to Raised On It, and welcome to 2021. We have a lot of fun stuff planned for this year at Raised On It that we're pretty excited about, so buckle up. It's going to be a fun year, hopefully better than last year for most. Uh, one of the first cool things we're excited about is this episode with Bryson O'Neill. He's a rising artist from Georgia who he just has a great sound of his music and his voice. Uh, really encourage you guys to go check out his music. He's released his first three songs uh, last year, and he has plans to release more this year. So that's cool stuff. Really enjoyed my chat with Bryson. He's just a good dude, and I'm excited to see where his career takes off. Real quick before we start the episode, last week we released a Raised on It podcast where Emily and I went through each of our top 10 albums of 2020, including some of our favorite EPs. It was kind of a riot, especially towards the end. It got a little heated, a little entertaining, so check that out. Uh, we do have two other podcasts as part of the podcast network. Those will be returning next week, the Album Collection and Video Vault, so stay tuned for that. Also, this month, we're naming our six artists to watch in 2021. It's a very hard task. There's a lot of rising artists we love and really enjoy their music, but we're narrowing down six to watch this year in particular, and... Our first one was Jaden Hamilton, but like I said, there's five more, so be on the lookout for that. You can find that at our website, raisedonitblog.com. Check out some of our other interviews with rising artists. We have a bunch of throwback jams. Uh, all of our podcasts are on there as well. All kinds of fun stuff for you country music fans. I guess that's enough shameless plugs for now, so let's get right into my chat with Bryson O'Neill. I guess to start off, um, you're a Georgia boy, right? That's right. Born and raised. Born and raised. What part of Georgia and like, who were you as a kid? Like, what did younger Bryson want to be when he grew up? Well, uh, so yeah, I grew up in Canton, Georgia. It's like 45 minutes north of, uh, of Atlanta. Um, and actually... I wanted to be a professional hockey player. So I grew up playing hockey and it's funny. Like, I mean, I know that's not very common in the South, but yeah, I grew up playing hockey. My dad played hockey growing up instead of my uncles, but uh, yeah. And all the, all the boys in my family also grew up playing hockey. And so thought I'd take it it as far as I could. (laughs) I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know hockey was a a big thing down in Georgia or in the South really, but. Which I mean, yeah, it's not as big as like baseball or football or something like that, but um. Yeah, I guess my uh, my life took me towards hockey, which I mean, it's definitely the best sport if you ask me. But <laughs> all right, I'm I'll let, I'll take your word for it. I've never played. I've, just, <laughs> I've watched a couple of times, but uh, I'll definitely it's always take, moving. I'll definitely, yeah, that's that's true. It is, yeah. From what I've seen, it's like a very. I'll, it might be the most physical sport. I'll give you that. That so hockey and rugby, I would say, is definitely okay. the most physical. They're brutal. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. You're playing hockey. Was music any interest of you growing up, or was it just always hockey and sports and that kind of thing? It was definitely, um, definitely a big thing. Um, so my dad grew up, or well, since he was in high school, he uh, he actually played in a jazz band, and he also played uh, for his high school uh, drumline. And so he's always he's always playing drums. But um, so when I was growing up, he was playing in the church band. And so I'd always sit behind him and kind of 
mimic his moves. Like as a kid, I was just watching him kind of, yeah, doing what he would do. And um, so we set up the drum set uh, in the house in the basement. And I mean, it was every day I was, I was playing the drums. And then I think I was about 12 years old. I picked up the electric guitar and learned smoke on the water and like back in black and just, yeah, just some, some easy songs. But I don't know, as soon as I picked up the guitar, that was just, that was it for me. I knew, I knew I had to do music. Really? It was just <laughs> oh, instinctively yeah. you're like, this is it. Oh yeah, definitely. So you mentioned, was it always, it wasn't necessarily always country music. You talked about, you know, being in the church and stuff, but when did, when did like that become like a potential thing? Like, Hey, it's, I like doing this. It, it's maybe more than a hobby. I want to actually do something with this for my career and life. So growing up, it was really not much country. I will say it was, it was mostly influenced by my dad and my older brothers. And so it, from my dad or my parents, really, it was a lot of classic rock. So it was like journey, Aria speed wagon, uh, sticks acdc almond brothers uh in boston really and uh from my brothers it was you know and my older sister too i mean yeah they would listen to a lot of punk rock so it was like blink 182 some 41 that kind of stuff yeah and i love that stuff to this day i love that stuff that's some of my favorite music and i get a lot of my inspiration from both of those genres but um yeah and so i guess it really wasn't until i started singing and I think I was about I was about 19 or 20 whenever I started singing and playing guitar and that's I think I learned I think my first song guitar or singing and playing was uh uh Barefoot Blue Jean Night by Jake Allen <laughs> yeah that was that was when I knew I was like man I think I played it at a party or something like that and uh everyone was like man you sound pretty good I was like this is a blast. I mean, as soon as I started doing that, it was like, it was, it was over. I loved playing. So did you know, or did others know before like that moment or when you started that you had a good singing voice or is that something that? No, I mean, I, I would sing in private. I was super, super, uh, I don't know, just worried about what, what people would think of my voice. I was like keeping to myself, like barely even singing around my parents and stuff. But, um, I don't know, I guess I just had, a couple of maybe too many beers and then i was like hey you guys want to hear me sing <laughs> i think i think all the good things in life come from like that liquid courage the oh the you're not kidding <laughs> sure. so you mentioned uh barefoot blue jean knight jake owen were there any other artists that you just like gravitated towards you're like okay i kind of i'm kind of liking this country thing like who were those kind of main artists you would say so back then, whenever I was, whenever I was first starting to play, I think it was, so I love Jake Owen still to this day. I love Jake Owen. Um, there's a lot of Thomas Rhett, um, Blake Shelton, a lot of Eric church. Um, and yeah, some, some Florida Georgia line in there probably. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, classics. Actually, I really didn't get into the classics until a couple years ago. So George Strait, Waylon Jennings, that kind of stuff. And I mean, I'm, I've fallen in love with the, with the uh, storytelling of country music, which is the roots. So for sure. All right. Well, I'm going to play a quick little rapid fire game with you. Uh, I'm just going to list out a couple of artists and 
just want you to, the first thing that pops in your mind, whether it's, you know, a song, who they are as an artist to you, whatever. And we'll just kind of go from there. And if it, if it fails, we'll cut it out, but it might right. be. <laughs> um, someone, Eric Church, let's start with him. Okay. Who's the, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I say Eric Church? Uh, so first thing that comes to mind with Eric Church, well, he's got one of my favorite songs ever made. It's called Kill a Word. And that, I mean, it's one of the best written songs I, in my, in my opinion. Um, that's actually one of the songs that, one of the few songs that I wish I would have actually one of the many songs I wish I would have, I yeah. would have wrote for myself. I mean, that's an unreal song, but also um, really, I mean, it does have something to do with Eric church, but uh, one of my, one of my buddies, uh, his name is driver Williams. He's one of my co-writers for a lot of my songs. Uh, and so he actually is Eric church's lead guitarist. And so sweet. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I wish that's, that's definitely my, my dream collaboration too is is playing with Eric Church, man. If I could open for him or something like that, and he's he's my number one. Oh yeah, he's the real deal. I've, I mean, I was hoping to see him in concert this past year, but and that all got ruined. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the bucket list just grew and grew. But yeah, no, Church Church is a is a great one. Uh, what about oh, yeah. Kenny Chesney? Kenny Chesney. Oh, I love Kenny. I'd say. Well, first thing that comes to my mind is jealousy because my brother actually just went and saw him. Well, my brother and uh, his girlfriend or his wife now um, and a couple of their good friends, they went to go see Kenny at uh, Gillette Stadium. And that was like right before Corona started. And dude, I was so jealous when I heard he was going. And they were like front row, just, I mean, partying. It would have been awesome. I know. I've seen him, I think just once. And I was not front row in like the like what they call it, like the, the party beach area or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, the next time I see Kenny, like I'm, I literally have to be front row because it just looks so much fun. Yeah, they were getting these videos and everything, and I, I saw it, and I had some serious uh, some serious FOMO. FOMO, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I'll just give you two more here. Um, what about Miss Carrie Underwood? Carrie Underwood. Uh well, first thing that comes to my mind is that she's married to a hockey player. <laughs> oh, there we go. See, I didn't even yeah, she's perfect. Yeah, good. married to Mike Mike Fisher. He's the uh, or he was the captain of the Nashville Predators. That is a good one. That is great. I yeah. love that answer. Uh, and then last, you mentioned him earlier, George Strait. The king, the king, the absolute king. I mean, he has not made a single bad song. I swear. I love it. Accurate. You just need definitely. It. Definitely my favorite of of the classics. Yeah, the king. It was period ended right there. Exactly. Um, so you're playing guitar. You're you know around the bonfire parties, and all of a sudden you're like, man, I can kind of sing. When did you decide that you know you were going to pursue music kind of full time as a career, a dream? Because uh, you moved to Nashville, right? I did. Yeah. So I think it was probably about. Like I moved back to Georgia three years ago. So I guess it was about six years ago I moved to Nashville. But um, so that was, it was kind of a mixture of things. I was going through, uh, so I, like I said before, I was really pursuing hockey. Um, so hoping to go to college for it and everything like that. Um, I had a unfortunate injury. I snapped my wrist and so I, couldn't follow up with any yeah yeah I couldn't oh. follow up with any any college offers 
Um, so yeah, so I broke my wrist. Um, and so I was like, man, what am, what am I going to do? And then it kind of just hit me one day, actually, when I was learning barefoot blue Jeanette, I was like, man, you know what? I think I could I think I could do this. And then I went out on a limb and started playing for people and, uh, they liked it and I loved it. I mean, it's the best feeling going and playing in front of people. But, um, yeah, so I guess that was probably, that was when I knew. Yeah, I guess a, a bad thing turned into a really, really good thing for me. I was going to say, yeah, your, if your wrist was not good enough for hockey, it was good enough for guitar, it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was it was in a little cast. I mean, yeah, but I could still press down the strings. So, like, where were your, like, were you looking at, like, D1 schools to go play hockey at, or what was Yeah, Connecticut College, uh, or D2 NCAA, but sure. – um. Yeah, a couple couple different schools, but that all went down the drain. <laughs> all right, no, that's no, that's totally fair. Um, so dig a little bit in, a little bit deeper into like writing songs and and making music, that sort of thing. Actually, we're talking about. Um, I steal this question from Bobby Bones. I heard him ask it once. Is like when you're writing a song, do you do you start out like putting pen to paper? you know, just worried about the lyrics and the actual words, or is it something where you hear a melody and you're like, that's catchy. I need to put words to it. Or is it a combination of both? So my thing has been, actually, I learned this from, from driver. Uh, and, uh, he was always, he's like, I can't stress enough. Um, just whenever he's like, just always have your mind open to songwriting, just always think of everything as a potential song kind of thing like anything you see on the tv like a phrase that you just randomly hear just really anything he's like and just he's like you've always got a notebook on you it's your phone and so he's like just open up your notes and just jot down whatever you can kind of thing and so that's really where i start is like anytime i hear something that uh, strikes me in that way i'll just immediately bring out my phone and i'll put it in there just i mean if it's something as small as just one word I mean it, it still helps in the long run or sometimes I got a whole long list of stuff for a song but um I think that's where it starts and then I mean at the same time though if I'm if I'm sitting down for a new write it's like it depends on I don't know the setting it's like hmm. if I got a if I got a, a a nice like fire in the fireplace and I got my whiskey and everything like that. I, I kind of want to bring out the old fashioned pen and paper and I don't know. It's sure. just, it brings out a different style of writing. Sometimes it's all about kind of switching it up. Did you re into like songwriting or writing as in general, you know, growing up at all, or was that something that you kind of had to start learning? I mean, it sounds very like basic, like, Oh, how to write, but there's a, art and style to it as well oh for sure um well and i start i start off always um so like i'll have the idea but uh i prefer starting with like really if i'm going to write a song i prefer starting with the melody so i'll i'll, I'll perfect a melody first and then i'll put the words to it like i'll i'll yeah so i've got a bunch of i've got a whole melody bank in my phone and then i'll go there and i'll i'll hear something that hits me right and then I'll go to my lyrics and then I'll try to match something up with it. But um, yeah. What was your question again? I'm sorry. I think I, I no, straight off. <laughs> you know, like, I guess kind of rephrasing it um, is like, has your songwriting, have you like looked back on some of the first songs you wrote and have been like, 
wow, what was I thinking? Or like, oh, how's, dude, yes. How's the songwriting kind of evolved? Or your work, you know, you're writing with these people that are working with Eric Church for a living. So I would assume it's like you're just elevating your songwriting every time you go into a write. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so, I mean, yeah, back when I first started writing, I mean, shoot, I, I've, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing because like I'll go back and I'll listen to some recordings and I'll I'll uh, I'll read some of the stuff that I wrote down. I was like, what was I thinking? How did I think that that was good? But I mean, I mean, success only comes through failure. So, I mean, that's just how you got to look at it. It's like I'm going to have I mean, I've probably I've probably written 50 good songs and I've probably written. 500 bad ones it's like it's it, that's just how it goes so I mean definitely um the more you write the more you write the better you get I mean and that's that's how it goes with everything else in life the more you do it the better you get at it yeah no I like to I think I like to compare it to you know every morning you wake up and you open whatever social media app it is and you like look at your time hop where you wrote four or five, six, seven years ago. And you're like, what, what was younger me thinking? Like, yeah, what? <laughs> like, well, what mindset was I in? But it's just, like, delete, delete. <laughs> yes, exactly. But yeah, it's, it's the progression part. Yeah. Um, so what's the, what's the Clay Walker story? I, I read a little snippet online about it. So how did that connection meeting, what's, how did you meet Clay Walker and kind of become acquaintances, friends? What's that? So I guess it was probably around five, maybe, yeah, probably like five years before I moved there. My oldest brother, Brandon, actually moved um, to Franklin. And um, so, and he wasn't, he wasn't big into country music. So he had no idea who Clay Walker is just before I get going here. Um, so him, so Brandon and his family, so I'll give you a uh, background on Brandon's family. So Brandon is, uh, Brandon's got, uh, nine kids now. And, um, I think whenever he, whenever he was there, he may have had seven or eight. Um, but, uh, so him and his family were in church and it just so happened that was the same church that Clay went to. But, uh, so Clay's one of Clay's kids was, was acting up in church and, and my brother and my brother knows all about <laughs> acting up children. And so, uh, so Clay and his family were, I mean, I guess kind of embarrassed. Um, so I think that they were about to leave. And so uh, Brandon's wife, Laurie kind of stopped them and they were like, no, 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 no. Like, don't leave. It's okay. Trust me. Like we've, we've been exactly where, where you are right now. Yeah. Just please stay. And so I guess that, that struck Clay in a way that, um, he ended up inviting them out to lunch and I guess people were, were, were looking at clay. And then finally Brandon was like, man, who are you? Like, <laughs> who so he, are you? He didn't even know him in the moment. No, no. Yeah. He had, he had no idea who he was. He's like, I know clay Walker. <laughs> and so that was just, yeah. Yeah. So ever since then they uh, they've been really good friends. And so fast forward a little bit. Um, I move up to Nashville and I'm needing a job. And so, uh, Brandon actually asked Clay if, if, uh, if I could be a farmhand on his, on his big ranch out there. And, uh, so luckily that worked out. And so I go out there and I meet Clay and, uh, yeah, so I start working on the farm, learned a lot, a lot of stuff. 
about being a real cowboy. <laughs> if if you got if you got twenty two cows that uh that need to be tended to, I'm your man. <laughs> What's well, I'm I'm very curious because I I grew up on a small family farm in Wisconsin, just yeah, getting the stereotype to a T. So, what were you familiar with ranch farm life at all before that? No, man, no. no. Oh, so man. yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was crazy for me. It was, it was awesome though. It was a, yeah. it was unreal. Um, yeah. So my sisters, uh, growing up, they, they rode horses, but I mean, that's, that's really yeah. the most I got out of it. And so, yeah. I mean, whenever I went there, he's like, yeah, I've got all these animals. I'm talking cattle. I'm talking <laughs> like 17 horses. He had like 10 dogs and chickens and all sorts of stuff. And he's like, yeah. I need you to watch over all this stuff. I was like, oh man. <laughs> that is good. That's great. So then did you it was a blast? Did you eventually like work with him in music music sense or yeah, actually. Um, so I mean he's insanely busy all the time. And I mean, shoot, so was I because I was doing the whole farm, but animal <laughs> zoo. Yeah. 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 So we were both pretty busy, but uh whenever we did get some get some time together. Um, we did actually write a couple of songs. Um, they were never finished by the way, but, um, yeah, we, we, we started on a few songs. Um, and actually there was a, there was a benefit concert for, uh, the country store, Nets country store, uh, out by him. And, um, it was a big crowd. A lot of people came and I actually got to open, I got to open up for them. So that was cool. And I was early on in my career, man. I was like, I was terrified, but it was awesome. Wouldn't have traded that for anything. So you, you said you're, you moved to Nashville, you're back in Georgia. Uh, I guess what, what did you learn from your time in Nashville and um, are you moving back there anytime soon? Or you feel like you're pretty in a, in a good routine where you're at? So I'm, I'm definitely going to go back there. Um, just kind of waiting on um, financial situations to, to look up for me. Yeah. Cause I definitely want to go plant some roots in Nashville. Um, didn't really get to do everything I wanted to uh, last time I was there. Um, but it is, it is a weird time <laughs> last. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, so to, to even make plans or figure out. Yeah. I, Totally. I didn't want to say anything about that, but yeah, that's, that's yeah. kind of the reason why I've, I've put it, I've yeah. Kind of hit the brakes on that just cause yeah. I don't want to be too far away from my family. No, this time. no. totally get that. Um, so, all right. You've, you've dropped three singles so far on streaming platforms and stuff. So let's talk about each of them a little bit. Is it, they're all, I really enjoyed all of them and they're all kind of different. Thank I'm kind you. Of curious what the story is behind it or what you like most about them. So island time what's the story behind that one i'll be honest it gave me a little some kenny chesney-esque some chesney vibes there we go <laughs> yeah exactly i'm not i'm not even just making your chain here but um what's the story with that and because that was that was your first release if i recall <clears throat> yep so um so island time let's see that so chesney is one of my favorite artists and i mean by far um so let's see, going back to writing that song, I think that that was back when I visited. So uh, another one, my older brothers, um, he lives in uh, St. Simon's Island or on St. Simon's Island uh, in South Georgia. And so, and that's always been like a, uh, 
like our family vacation destination yeah. for as long as I can remember. And so our grandparents sold away their condo. And so we were like, damn, we can't go back there anymore. And then my brother Braxton decides to go move down there. So we're all pumped. But anyway, I, I go and I, I go and visit him for, for two weeks. And I just got, I got addicted to the lifestyle that the Island lifestyle, man, it's, it's way different. It's way slower and just way more relaxed. Anybody can vouch for that. But, um, so after coming back, I, um, dude, yeah. So I, I went into my bathroom. That's like, that's why I write most of my songs, believe it or not. Really? I, I, yeah. The acoustics are the best. So I went and I, yeah, I sat, I sat on the, uh, sat on the sink and I thought Island time. I was like, okay, I can write a song about that. And I kid, like, I kid you not, it came out in 15 minutes and I was like, boop, I'm done. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was, and that was a rare occasion for me because normally it takes me forever to write songs. Sure. So did you instinctively know you wanted that Chesney vibe to go along with it too? Yep. So I had actually, yeah. So going back, I actually, I made that, I had brought my guitar to the Island and I actually, I made that little, that little ditty on the Island. And then I came back and I wrote the lyrics. Nice. Was it pretty hard to leave the islands then I assume once you're. Oh dude. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to stay so bad. <laughs> I mean, Hey, if, if, if you keep writing songs like that, maybe, maybe the next Chesney and get your own little house on the, on the islands there. That's the goal, man. That's the goal. Uh, the second one, let's see here is all I need is a hook. And again, you can tell me what the song's about the story behind it, but you know, if anyone's listening, it just seems like a good, hanging out, chilling out, just like enjoying life kind of vibe. And I don't know exactly too, but it might fit. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's just a, it's a straight up, just summertime vibe kind of song. There really is no huge story behind it. I just kind of, just kind of writing around one day and uh, actually, yeah. uh, Driver and I actually wrote that one up in Nashville. And that was the first time I got to go into uh, Warner Chapel. Awesome. I got to go on right. Yeah, it's was, it was pretty cool seeing all those plaques on the wall, just walking through the hallways. I was like, "Holy cow, where am I?" <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that's awesome. Uh, and then your most recent one this fall was "Take It In." Uh, so I guess, yeah. If there's any story with that, or you know, why did you want that one to be your next release? So I've been kind of climbing up the ladder. So I was kind of releasing my least favorite to go into my most favorite. Um, and I've got a couple more that I'm going to be releasing. So take it in easy. It's it's yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's pretty close to be my favorite. I'd say take it in, but, um, I got, I got a few others that are higher on the list for me, but take it in. Um, I don't know. It's just, just a song about growing up. I mean, I guess I'm always thinking about, uh, I don't know what I used to do as a kid, uh, sneaking out of your parents' house, like creeping down the hallway, not trying to wake them up, meet, meeting up with your friends and stuff. Um, yeah, it's just doing things you probably shouldn't be doing, but that's what makes it, yeah, makes us who we are today. <laughs> For sure. Um, so I know we talked 2020 was a weird year, 2021, who knows? Starting off but, real weird. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. It's just like, well, it's just the, it's the 53rd week of 2020, I think. Um, <laughs> but Well, yeah, we'll put. Yeah, we'll do it there. But 
if, if you had a magic wand, you know, what would 2021 be like for you? That would be, that would be publishing deal, record deal. Um, probably starting a, uh, probably starting a little mini tour and getting, uh, get my name out there getting these songs out there. That's, that's the hard part about, about writing songs is actually getting people to listen. <laughs> sure. And I think that's, that's what so many people don't understand right now is especially, I mean, the established artists, you know, your hit makers right now, they're not putting out or they're hesitating on when they're putting out music, if they can't go play yeah. for crowds and if they're doing it, like, you know, I've been coming artists like yourself, they need that audience to so it'd be like, oh, that was good. Like, I'm going to be his fan. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, the marketing game has just completely changed on us. And so, um, yeah, just kind of trying to figure out new ways to uh, to get my stuff out there. <laughs> so if I had a magic wand, I would say get all my songs viral. <laughs> well, hey, if you find that magic wand, start waving that ASAP. We need, yeah. <laughs> we need, we need concerts. I'll lend it to you. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. I got uh, you. All right. Well, I have a couple rapid fire questions to, to wrap up here. Uh, it's been great. Uh, talked about a bunch of your favorite artists earlier, but if you had to collaborate with any one artist, who would you want that to be with? It doesn't have to necessarily be country either. Ooh. Um, I got a country mindset on right now. So I, uh, country, I think I'd say that's Eric Church. I'd want to get up there with the chief for sure. Makes sense. Uh, is he going to be your answer to the second question too? I have here is what songwriter would you most want to work with? Yeah, he's definitely one of them, but uh, shoot. Um, songwriters. I mean, there's so many, I mean, I, I really, really want to write with Morgan Wallen. I feel like, I feel like we got a lot in common and I feel like, we could bring out something awesome. I mean, Luke Combs too. Um, let's see. Uh, Luke Dick and Jeff Hyde, they wrote Kill a Word and they would be phenomenal to write with. And then um, let's see. Uh, I guess quick question we pause there. What those, some of those guys you mentioned, what do you like most about like their songwriting? Do they have a songwriting style that you just like or is it just kind of the end result of a song? Um, kind of the end result of the song. It's just like, whenever I, whenever I listen to that, it's just like pure magic. It's just unreal. It just sounds good. That's what you're saying. Oh yeah, definitely. And then also Billy Carrington, dude, if I, yeah, if I could write with Billy Carrington, really? that would be, oh man, phenomenal. Interesting. That's not a name we hear too often, but. Exactly. I, I think a lot of people have lost that name for some reason, but yeah. I mean, if you go back like uh, his album, uh, summer forever man it's just full full of awesome songs that's a good point yeah i have to do a we have another podcast on our network where we dive deep into like different albums and we haven't done a billy currington one yet but that's a that's a good one to do yeah definitely yeah definitely getting some some billy currington i guarantee you will be pleased <laughs> <laughs> no doubt uh um let's see here what's your favorite album of all time if you can think of one Mm. well it's not country but i'd say john mayer continuum that is 
So it's, that's so funny because I ask that question, whether it's in podcast form or, you know, written article form, favorite album or dream collaborator. He's like, the, he's the leading vote getter. So what- dude, I mean, that guy, that guy has got it figured out. <laughs> that man can, and I can sing, he can play. I mean, it's just in every song, a continuum. That is the, that's, that's a goal right there to have an album like that. I'll be, I'll be honest. And well, now I'm going to go listen to it. Cause I think you're probably literally the hundredth interview that's <laughs> mentioned him or continuum in, in some, some way, but is there something, what stands out about it? I guess, especially, uh, well, for me, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say from, you know, a lot of country artists like John Mayer and that album. So I'm curious, what do you think there is that connection between the two? Um, well, for me, it's, um, I'm, I'm very melodically based, I guess. Like, I mean, I, I sometimes really never listen to the lyrics of songs except for, I mean, I I do, but off the bat, I mean, a, a melody hooks me. And so, I mean, just listen to what he can do melodically is just unbelievable. The stuff that you can come up with is just, yeah, it's beyond me. And so, hearing that it's just inspiring and so whenever i listen to that it's yeah it is it's inspiring it's a good answer now i mean i'm <laughs> after i listen to morgan wallen's 30 songs this weekend i'll listen to some john mayer here there we go <laughs> uh let's see here last one i guess is we talked about live shows hopefully again sometime soon hopefully if you had a rain lord yes yeah with for all of our sanity um if you had to build your dream bucket list concert lineup of three artists that you haven't seen yet, who, and it doesn't have to be country, but who would, who would be on that list and why? Let's see. Um, well, we know the John Mayer he's, he's yeah, on that list. Of course. That's uh, actually I'll say, all right. So I'll say Billy Currington cause I have not seen him yet. So I'd say he's he's number three, and I'd say John Mayer is number two, and then number one. I gotta say, I don't know if this would ever happen again, but um, I'd say Journey with Steve wow. Perry as the lead singer. Okay. Yeah, that would be that would be unreal. All right. Well, we'll just uh, forget you left George straight out there, but we'll, we'll <laughs> just just in here. Um. I so, love George. No disrespect to the king. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. We'll make sure he doesn't hear this. Uh, <laughs> so I guess my last question for you is, what do you what do you enjoy most about making music and kind of creating music? You know, I like to think of music, especially if you're making it, it's kind of like an art. It's like, what do you enjoy most about making music or singing in front of a live crowd? So, probably what I enjoy most about making the music is well I mean shoot I just seeing I don't know just seeing the reaction on on people's faces like I don't know I'm, I'm taking like I'm making something from nothing and uh, whenever I kind of tell my story and I sing it for people it's just it's really shocking I guess like to see how many people relate to my story and so 
which I mean, I'm, I'm bad. Uh, honestly, I'm bad at talking to people just face to face. But if you put a guitar in my hand and I, and I sing a story to them, even if it's my life story, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's something different. And so I guess that's, that's what I love most about making music is, is, I don't know, you just inflict a, a feeling upon the listener. And that's, yeah. that's really cool to me. Awesome. Well, you've been great this interview. You've been great chatting with. Thanks, man. It's been awesome. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I'm looking forward to there's new music coming from you later this year at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. So my next, my next uh, song coming out, it's called long way home and it's, uh, oh, I like it. Right? I don't, we don't, yeah, we don't have a, we don't have a set release date yet, but it'll be uh, middle, middle February. So middle next month. Where can people find you on social media and stuff like that if they want to follow? Oh yeah. So, uh, so my tags will be, so it'll just be Bryson O'Neill on Facebook and then it should be Bryson O'Neill music on Instagram. And then I'm still working on the, uh, still working on the website. The website's kind of rough right now, but. <laughs> well, you're, I think you're in good shape. There's no live shows for a while. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Wish you nothing but the best of luck and hopefully you find that magic wand and we get waving and start getting some, some live shows. It's, soon as humanly possible absolutely man hey it's been a pleasure we should do this again